0: What's up, you guys? It's your host, Anna. Welcome to this week's episode on Undereducated. I've mentioned before on here that I feel like the most important conversations to have are the hard ones, and today's conversation is no different. Tune in to hear Madison tell her story of miscarriage and finding joy and purpose after her loss. Let's get going. her and her husband's miscarriage which were you know it's a deep subject it's something that can be kind of heavy but I think as we've kind of talked about it before we got started it's something that's not talked about enough and so we're here to kind of you know break that barrier and open the conversation yes for people out there totally but let's start on a little lighter note mm-hmm. introduce us to you and Dylan
1: so, me and Dylan are, we're both from Las Vegas. We, I did Dylan was from Las Vegas. Yeah, we both are. We went to different high schools growing up, okay. but we just had, like, the same friend group. You okay. know, mutual yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we were just friends, pretty much all of high school. And then, you know, romance sparked. And I love it. Yeah, then we came, we came here for school. And uh, here, as in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I've just
0: been here ever since okay so you met down in Provo I'm guessing were you in Provo
1: we met so we met down in Vegas or
0: excuse <laughs> me I met when you started dating was it like in college
1: no so we actually before his mission okay um his LDS mission we went on a couple dates okay it was nothing serious but we ended up writing his entire mission oh my gosh really just wow just I know. Kinda like
0: friends. Yes. Okay. So,
1: so like casually. I mean, he says that he knew he like loved me and wanted to marry me, oh, but I so was tender. like, "Oh, it's he's precious. I love him." And I wish I had like, I should have taken advantage more and just yeah, been like, "Yeah, like, this, this is my loves man." Me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it was it was just such a weird time because we were like, "What's happening?" Like, yeah. you just went on your mission. I just went to college. Like, what's going on? Totally. So. It was confusing, but...
0: But so you wrote, then he comes home, and then you date.
1: He comes home, then we got serious. Things were, like, pretty fast after that. I think it was, like, the typical, you know, return missionary. He got home in June. We got engaged in December, married in March. Okay. So So not, like
0: horribly fast. I've, no. heard, I've heard faster. It, was, it wasn't like two
1: weeks. Yeah no but literally I'm like well, <laughs> you gave yourself enough time. Literally. I think I think we just knew you know we'd known yeah. each other for years. Yeah and yeah. That we're makes it a little different. Totally.
0: That's so, so fun though and you've been here ever since. Yes. Minus a couple summers elsewhere. Yes. Right? Big summer sales guy which we love.
1: Yes we uh, we spend the summer in a new place pretty much every year which yeah. is very exciting but also you know very stressful. But we yeah. we see we see the positives. It's a new adventure every summer, really, it. and it has you know blessed our lives so much. So yeah. oh, that's so sweet. We love it. And you
0: also do videography.
1: Yes, so I talk a
0: little bit about that. I'm like shout out. Look out for her, <laughs> girls. Yeah, do, you do I, births and like newborn photos
1: or anything like that. I do. Yeah, people don't ask me very often to film their births because uh, it's I bet so you'd be good at it. Oh, I love it. It yeah. is magical. Yes, I feel so honored to, like, capture anybody's yeah. special occasion. You know, that's yeah. the best part of the job is to capture someone's wedding and love mm-hmm. and or birth, whatever it is. You know, I'm honored. But it kind of gets a little dicey. I travel a lot for weddings. Yeah, I would say, like, fair. 90% are out of town, out mm-hmm. of state. So it's really hard for me to commit to someone's birth. Where you're like, here's yeah. my due date Yeah. For four weeks and either I'm, way. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I'll be there or not. Yeah, so That's fair. So, yeah, but,
0: but I'll do it. But cool. I know. I'm like, but look her up anyway because yeah. she's so talented. <laughs> you're so sweet. <laughs> okay, so love it. You guys have been here. You've been married how many years now? It'll be four in March. Okay. Okay, so you're like right behind Jake and I. Yeah. That's so fun. And so been married a little while you guys just finished building your house you're pretty settled and you're wanting to start a family yes okay so not to just dive in but kind (laughs) of just to dive in when did you and Dylan like start thinking about kids
1: so this was summer summer 2021 I think he okay Dylan is just a sweetheart he loves babies loves kids all that and he was actually the one that was like, I'm so ready for this. Like, we need to start trying, you know, right now. Okay. And and my I was kind of hesitant because I was like, you know, I'm pretty busy with work. Totally. He's super busy with work. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, I don't know if I'm ready for this, this exact second. So okay. we ended up having like uh, probably like uh, six or more months where – It was kind of me that we were waiting on. Yeah. So, which I think think is, like, pretty fair because, obviously, as a father, your life will change, you know, so much. But being the one that, you know, carries the baby, and at least in our marriage we plan on me being the one that mainly takes care of the babies. Mm -hmm. So I felt like it was really important that I was, like, in a really good spot mentally yes. and ready for that yes and how like how lucky that you have a relationship
0: where that kind of communication can happen and yes you're just like and he was willing to be like yo I totally know you're not 100 percent there like yes that's amazing he was go dylan he
1: was so patient with me and yeah i mean he is with everything but especially yeah. this yeah so so then finally like, like I guess you mentioned, we moved into a house, we mm-hmm. finished building our house and, you know, got all moved in and I felt a lot more settled and just, you know, things just felt right. Mm-hmm. So I took out my IUD and... Which, how <laughs> was that for you? Because I have heard some horror stories it, lately and I was like... Really? Yes. I feel like a couple of my friends have had some bad IUD stories oh, no. lately. no. I, okay for you. <laughs> I got I must have gotten so lucky cuz I've heard okay. the horror stories too. Yes. Putting it in hurt obviously. Yeah. But it wasn't near as bad as everybody said. Yes. S- and then taking it out literally just one little pinch and okay. and it was over. So wow. What a gift. <laughs> yeah. So I felt so lucky and you know, I got my period pretty much right after, well, like good. things yeah. things were normal, which is kind of part of why I wanted to wait until I was totally ready. Mm-hmm. Dylan's reasoning for like you know, or eagerness, I guess, was like, oh, this could take a while, like, you just never know, Mm -hmm. and in my mind, maybe it was kind of like a cocky assumption of me, but (laughs) I was like, I feel pretty healthy, I've had regular periods my whole life, Mm -hmm. like, nobody in my family has really struggled with this, like, I just didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal, Yeah. so, and it ended up it wasn't, I got my IUD out, had one period, was pregnant the next month, so... Yeah, that You're was
0: like we're fine. Yeah, we're I was
1: I was shocked and amazed, and uh, yeah, it was.
0: But I kind of wasn't shocked. Yeah, because you were kind of like, this is what I expected. Yeah. Like I'm healthy, I've had no
1: issues. I know like, that's what I everybody says though, right? It's true. That's literally what everybody says. You just get too confident. You have to be humbled. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, okay, sit down." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So well. so when I found out I was pregnant. I, I was actually having a girls night oh, and so fun. it was actually, it's kind of, it's such a good memory. It's so hilarious. Like looking back on Dylan was off having a boys night and so all of, like the wives that he was with are my good friends too. So just kind of jokingly, it was like 1am and we were like, let's just take a test. Like that'd be so crazy. Yeah, And I really, I didn't think I was, you know, I had just gotten my IED out. Yeah. So like-
0: Yeah, chances. Pretty slim. Yes.
1: We weren't really like tracking my ovulation. We were I was just like not on birth control. That's it. So I was not expecting that. And I had no symptoms. I didn't feel any different. Okay. So were you
0: late at all or were you just literally like,
1: let's just take a test? I think it was around like the day my period could have started. Okay. But I wasn't paying super close attention. attention. Yeah. I was just kind of like, okay, that would be fun. You know, let's just take it. So, so yeah, I, I'm like shaking, even thinking about, it. I was shaking so much. It yeah. was the first pregnancy test I'd ever taken. And I was just like, this is such a weird feeling. Like my fate is in this <laughs> stick.
0: Which like, girl, it's so true. It really I remember is. the first test I took and literally, I feel like I read the instructions 15 times. Yes. And I'm like, it's not that hard. Like just pee on the <laughs> stick.
1: stick. Like. I know. Exactly. <laughs> we like set the timer and everything. Like, I don't know we wait the 3 minutes and my heart is racing and i i don't know like looking back it's hard to tell is it like intuition or do i just know now yeah. you know have 2020 but i feel like i wouldn't have been freaking out that much if i hadn't known that it was going to be positive mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so we flip it over there's two lines very you know not faint at all it's very clear okay and I, we all screamed like, yeah, I'm sure everyone (laughs) in the room is like, wait, what literally thought this was a joke. I know I was with, it was two, it was three of us. I was with two other friends. So yeah, we all scream and I'm just like, what, what do I do? Like you're like, what just happened? Literally. I know. So Dylan, they were in, they were in Wendover for their boys night. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm exposing him. I don't think so. (laughs) fine it's good for us he he was uh, so he was not close yeah you know
0: no like an hour and a
1: half drive. yeah i was like do we drive to windover right here drive, right now yeah. and just be like hello i'm pregnant like wait that
0: would kind of be amazing it
1: would have been <laughs> iconic but but that's <laughs> we were just in shock i was like i do not know what to do right now yeah So it's literally like three, four in the morning when my friends leave. Like
0: two AM. Oh, it was
1: so late. (laughs) I was wired though. Like I did not sleep one bit. Yeah, no way. So it the way that Dylan tells the story is so funny because he got home around like six, seven AM and I was in bed, like trying to sleep, pretending to sleep. Yes. And I just the way that he says is like I just shot right out of bed. Like hair untouched, like yes. not, yes. not looking groggy at all. <laughs> he was like, it's 6am. Like, like what? <laughs> yeah, literally. And I was shaking again because I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. like I'm going to tell him. And so he was like, why are you shaking? Like, what's going on? I'm like, I, I don't know. It's just cold in here. I'm like trying to like set up my phone camera to like, to like <laughs> record <him>. his moment. <laughs> yeah. So uh, eventually I was just like, I just have to do it. So I just pulled out the test and was like, this is why I'm shaking like uh, yeah. I'm pregnant yes. and he uh, has uh, he had the sweetest reaction. He just like instantly just gave me a hug started crying, you know.
0: Aww,
1: yeah. Like uh, like I feel like everyone dreams of literally yeah. like the movies yeah. and I feel like uh, like to this day I can go back and watch the videos of like me telling the rest of our family and not like really feel anything, mm-hmm. but that video of him is what like will, like, uh, just rip my heart out, you know, because that just was, like, such a special moment between us, you know, and something that he had wanted so, so much, too, so that was really happy, and uh, that happiness continued for the rest of, uh, I think it was, like, around, like, a month I was pregnant for. Okay. So, um, yeah, we were so happy. I felt so great. Did not feel sick at all. Which. You know, maybe could have, <laughs> looking back, probably a bad sign that I wasn't <laughs> well, sick.
0: okay, yeah, to that point, right, the yeah. more that your HCG, like, doubles and doubles and doubles, yeah. like, theoretically, the sicker you should get if mm-hmm. you're going to have morning sickness. So for you to have felt great, it was probably like, okay, maybe this is a sign that, like... You know, yeah. your, your hormones are not doing what we think they should. Yeah. But then you do see women who don't have morning sickness. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. could have been, you could be just one of the lucky ones that, like, I know glow and are fantastic all the way through pregnancy, which I hope that is I, your future. I
1: pray. But <laughs> honestly, after this experience, I hope I'm, like... Just throwing up ten times a day, and just like I wouldn't wish that on myself, yeah, really. I'm like, but <laughs> oh,
0: you want that, but I get what you. Say. you know I get what, what, what you I mean? mean the I, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I hope just, like knowing you're pregnant. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. I there was one time I did throw up. Okay. And it turned out to be the stomach flu. Oh dang it! But I was like excited about it. Yeah. I was like, "Whoa, this is so cool!" Like you're morning like, sickness. Ooh, I'm pregnant. Ooh, yeah. I'm pregnant. <laughs> but yeah, I just remember feeling so great, so like motivated to eat healthy, work yeah. out, like everything, which is weird. I feel like is kind of backwards. Most yeah, people. Yeah, it kind of
0: depends, yeah. I'm
1: sure it depends, but at least for me, it was only happy feelings, mm-hmm. which I am so grateful for, hindsight, because yeah. I feel like I, I don't know. I just look back on that time with such, like, fondness and happy memories, and I told everybody, like, <laughs> I yeah. did not hold back. Literally, I mean, I found out with two friends. Yes. So, you know, it's obviously going to spread no matter yeah, you're
0: what. you like, why not just tell everybody? Literally.
1: And I, that's and just kind of fun. Like, literally. Just
0: have everybody in on it.
1: I know. I am a very, like, open person. I have big emotions, mm-hmm. you know, big sad, big happy. Like, yeah. I just want everyone to know about it, everyone yes. to hear about it. And yeah, especially with happy news, it's like, why yeah. not?
0: Yeah.
1: And. Uh, So, yeah, literally the day after I took a test, I think I told, like, my entire friend group. I was, like, at the gym and just, like, screaming. I'm like, I'm pregnant. They're like, how far along are you? I'm like, one day. day. I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) So. like, oh,
0: my gosh. Okay. Yeah,
1: everyone. Which I wish more people gave us permission to do. Yes. I, I
0: agree. I feel like I was having this conversation with one of my friends recently and, like, to be totally honest I am the absolute opposite where I haven't told my family with both my pregnancies until I was like 18 to 20 weeks not not even because I don't want people to know Uh but because I love like sharing this little secret with Jake and I know it's so dumb and like I do wish because my friend was like do you do that because you're nervous you're gonna miscarry yeah and like genuinely that's not my reasoning but I feel like that is what keeps a lot of people from sharing totally. their news and like these early weeks of like excitement and like this crazy life-changing news that, you know, eventually you do tell everybody and everybody is usually so excited and yeah. stoked. Like you push it off for so long on the pretense of like, what if this isn't a successful pregnancy? You yeah. Know? And that can keep you, I guess, from having to share when you do miscarry. But then like, you're left alone in your miscarriage totally so it's like why not just tell
1: I know I think somebody I forget where I heard this but somebody told me like in those early stages only tell the people that you're comfortable telling that you had a miscarriage also yeah which in my case you know I'm here everybody. I am on here. I am on a podcast for the world to hear. So <laughs> literally, uh, girl. you're yeah. like, I'm gonna tell my people. Exactly. So I told everybody we waited, I think, a couple weeks to tell our parents okay. because we wanted to in person when yes. we were down, down in, in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. So and that was the longest, like three weeks of my life. Mm-hmm. My mom would call me and be like, how's it going? And I'm like, ah, like, like, it's great. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, everything's fine. Everything's totally normal. Does something seem different? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, and it was worth it to, like, get their reactions. Yeah. And... Were they
0: just so excited?
1: Oh, it was so great. Everyone, literally the happiest memories. And again, I look back on that with, like, fondness, too. I think while I was going through the miscarriage, it was really... I felt like I was, like, robbed of that surprise. Because they didn't even know I was, like, trying. Yeah. They had no clue. Yeah. Did not see it coming whatsoever. So... That was a hard thing to process, just feeling like, you know, every, it's out in the open now. Like, all our friends know we're trying, mm-hmm. our families, like, yeah. that, like, surprise factor is kind of gone. Totally. So, So, yeah, that was definitely something to process. But now, looking back on it, I love, like, looking back on their reactions, watching those videos, mm-hmm. like, my mom was screaming, like, rolling on the floor, like, amazing. jumping up and down. It amazing. was amazing dylan's family also screaming laughing crying yeah. all of it so everyone
0: just so behind you guys yes the idea of starting your family yes it was so amazing
1: oh it is and i hope uh, i mean i have lots of hope that we'll have that feeling again soon yeah. you know yeah but but yeah it was and neither both me and dylan are the oldest so okay, neither so side no has grandbabies. grandbabies oh my yeah. gosh
0: so number one like, i this know is like
1: So it was very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, we tell everybody and I would do it all again, the same, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. and have absolutely no regrets because those people, I feel like were on the journey with me, you know, they were checking on me every single day, you know, the day of the appointments, the days following, like of the miscarriage, like I had such an amazing community of people. That were, like, so genuinely looking out for me. Mm-hmm. And I cannot fathom going through that alone. Totally. I know I know that's what's best for some people.
0: Yeah.
1: I think I would just forever preach, like, just doing what's best for you, you know? If you know you're an open person and you know that you need that yes. connection, you know, tell, tell everyone people. from the start. Yeah. And, and just have them, you know, along that ride with you. Yeah. And the people that I didn't tell that I was pregnant and ended up, like, seeing during the miscarriage, I felt so disconnected from. Mm. Like, it felt like I was just living a completely different yeah. life and they had no idea who I was totally. and what I was going through. Yeah. And it's not like I'm just going to blurt that out and be like, I'm having a miscarriage, you know?
0: Yeah. No, it's not exactly, like, topic of conversation yeah. all that often.
1: Exactly. So, so yeah. I I was grateful I told everyone. So then fast forward i guess it was a day before my first appointment so okay so you were probably between like 8 and 10
0: weeks depending yeah. on
1: i don't how, i have no idea yeah how exactly they would have
0: calculated your date
1: yeah i don't know but it was about to be my first appointment and we had looked forward to this literally more than anything mm-hmm. i was counting down the days more than i've ever looked forward to anything in my life like so excited to just, like, get an ultrasound picture, hear the heartbeat, Mm -hmm. take a selfie with it, like, all the things, so, so the day before, I had, I just was spotting a little bit, and I was, like, I still wasn't alarmed, like, it really didn't hit me, which is strange, because I usually overthink a lot, and stress a lot, so, that's also why I just kind of was comfortable telling everyone and being so happy. Like it really didn't even cross my mind. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "This feels so right. This has to, this will work out." You know, this is a little miracle, and I'm so happy. So, mm-hmm. how could this go bad? So, anyway, even when I'm literally like spotting, I'm still in denial. Yeah. I'm like, "I'm like, oh, that makes sense." Like, uh, you know, my body's growing a baby. Yeah, like, it could be anything. Yeah, stuff's bound to come out. It's and at the same time, though,
0: like. That can happen. Yeah. You can have, like, implantation bleeding. Totally. You spot a little and the baby's totally fine. Yes. You know, like, there are things that happen that don't always indicate miscarriage. You know what I mean? So, for you to have been blindly hopeful, like, it wasn't like you were crazy.
1: Yeah. It could have been anything. Exactly. So, cue, cue the Google searching. And the texting—I was literally texting pictures of my underwear to like my mom and all of my friends yes. that had had babies. You're like, so. Yeah, I'm like so. Is, yeah, I'm like, is am I okay? Is this yeah. normal? And I remember my mother-in-law was like, "We'll pray for you." And that's when I was like, "Oh no!" I'm like <laughs> like maybe this isn't great. I'm like, shoot. So, so yeah. Then that night, I—I I feel like it had like started to sink in, you know, mm-hmm. and I remember that night, I just had dreams of like blood in the toilet, like mm-hmm. did not sleep at all, but I'm really like grateful that my appointment was that next day, yeah. like I could not imagine, you know, just having to like call the doctor or go to the ER, like I don't even know what you're supposed yeah. to do, yeah. so just call the doctor, yeah, that that definitely kept me calm. Make, yeah. Yes, yeah. it was. It would have been a tough call, but since we had that appointment, I was just like, "I'll just go and hope for the best." So, so that morning, I I was just trying to like live my normal life. You know, okay. I had no idea what to do. So I go to the gym, of course, yes. <laughs> just my morning routine. And uh, thankfully, I had two friends that were like taking a workout class with me. Okay. And I will never forget the moment we were doing pull-ups. I was on, like, a pull-up bar, and it felt exactly like I had started my period. Mm -hmm. Like, that, not, like, a ton of blood, but just enough that you're, like...
0: You're, like, oh, Yeah. Like, I gotta go. (laughs)
1: Exactly. I'm, like, oh, I should go to the bathroom. So, and I was so glad that those two friends were with me at the gym. That was such, like, a tender mercy that they were there. And knew exactly what was going on. And we're just like, okay, like, you should go. Like, are you okay? You know, do we yeah. need to drive you home? And, and I was just like, I'll, I'll be fine. I just need to get home. I call Dylan. He's at work. And, and I was like, hey, like, it, I started bleeding a lot more. Like, you should probably come home and just, like, be with me until we go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm, like, racing home. My concern, my car has, like, light seats, I'm like, like I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna ruin my chairs. like <laughs> because I like I'm like, do yeah. I use a pad, a tampon, a diaper? Like, yeah, I don't know. yeah. And then I get I got in the shower because, of course, I'm like, I don't know what to do right Mm-mm. now. Yes. I'm calling the doctor, even though I'm going there in like an hour. I'm trying to call them and be like, can I come in? Yeah, like, like right like, now. now?. Yeah, they didn't answer, but I was like, okay, it's probably fine. Like yeah, I'm going soon anyways. So I'm just, like, sobbing in the shower. It's, like, the reality is, like, kind of sinking in. Mm-hmm. But there's still, there was still kind of hope. Like, it, it wasn't a ton of blood still, you know? Yeah. So maybe I was in denial. Maybe there was just still that little bit of hope. But yeah. we, and Dylan was, like, he is just my rock, obviously, through all of this. But he was so calm, you know, just, like, It's going to be okay. So positive and just, like, it's fine. Like, we'll get through this. So we go to the doctor that afternoon and they, you know, take – my blood do I don't know what they were doing. I was I in mean, a different you world. <laughs> treated
0: it like a normal prenatal appointment. Yeah, where they're like taking all your labs, exactly wanting to see where you're at, making sure you're healthy, exactly, and like you know, getting ready to yeah. check on that baby.
1: And I remember I felt I felt like happy. Yeah. I didn't feel stressed during that. I was like, oh, this yeah, this is normal. They're like asking me how far along I think I am, like all that. So so we lay down and they do uh like regular ultrasound on your belly Mm -hmm. and and they were like we can't really see a lot you know right now so they were like is it okay if we do um the vaginal ultrasound and I was like I I mean we love consent but I'm like looking at this thing I'm like how do you think I got pregnant (laughs) like of course you can like just see my baby like put it in there (laughs) you're like come on girl yeah exactly I'm like just do it so anyway they do that, and they can see the gestational sac, like, clearly is totally fine, but they see no heartbeat, anything like that, and they ask me, you know, have you been feeling sick, and what have your symptoms been? I'm like, no, I've been feeling great. They're like, okay, this is probably not going to be amazing news then, so, so yeah, I, I will never forget that feeling. Just heart literally in my stomach, gone. Heart just ripped out of my chest. I was like, yeah, just like a million emotions. And they, I can't even really remember what they told me. It was such a blur, you know, the rest of that appointment. But they were just like, you'll probably bleed, you know, like a period. I remember them telling me it'll be like a period which I have beef with because it was not You're like, like a period.
0: This is not my
1: period.
0: No. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh yeah. So so yeah, I remember them, you know, just telling me to come back in a week. They took my blood to test my hCG levels again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, they were like, "Well, we'll let you know. Maybe come back in a couple of days. We'll take your hCG." But I was actually going out of town to film a wedding. Of course. (laughs) So I had two weddings that week in Las Vegas back home, which, I mean, we'll get to all that. But it ended up working out, I feel like, to be home, to be with my mom. A little bit of a tender mercy to be going home. At the time, it felt awful because I was like, what am I supposed to do? You know, like, I want to be at the doctor's in you know How two days, days i supposed to be yeah, here. yeah. I, I don't want to miss these appointments I want to figure this out but but at the same time I'm like what am I supposed to do just like call these couples a couple days before their wedding and be like sorry like, sorry
0: yeah. yeah
1: and and I just didn't know what was gonna happen you know yeah. you never do yeah so I felt like okay I'm better off just going down there and trying to get this done than I am sitting on the couch crying and yeah, amazing. I, I think I, mean, I was numb.
0: Everybody copes differently. Yes, for, sure. But for like, sure.
1: Yeah. You were probably just like, I was in shock. Yeah. I hindsight, if I had actually processed through things, I can't imagine yeah. doing that, yeah. you know, totally. But in the moment I was just like, well, I just have to get this done. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I ended up flying down to Las Vegas and Dylan had something down there. I honestly can't remember. It was such a blur. Yeah. But he had he had work up in Utah, but then something down in Vegas at the end of the week he needed to be there for. Okay. So so we were like, okay, it'll be fine. Like, I'll fly down there, I'll have my family to take care of me, and then Dylan will have driven down and then can drive back up with me. So Perfect. it really is so, so sweet that it worked out that way because there's lots of weddings that I do in the middle of nowhere, you know. Yeah, like. Yeah. East Coast, Texas, literally anywhere. So, if anywhere it. Had, where you
0: wouldn't have known a soul. Yeah. You would have been by yourself going through this whole thing. Exactly.
1: So, it was really, really nice that ended up being at home. Yeah. So, for those couple days. Oh, and they called me about the HCG results and said I was at, I want to say like 6,000, which was okay. good. Yeah, it was, I was like.
0: Okay, that's not a bad level. Yeah.
1: It was in the normal range. So. That kind of gave us a little bit of false hope because the next couple days I wasn't really bleeding anymore. Still, mm. I was like, maybe it was just you know I wasn't as far along as I thought, yeah, and that's like, why what, they didn't see. Like you see, weren't
0: far enough along to see a heartbeat. Yeah, like this could still be fine.
1: Exactly. Mm. So, so I was just like
0: in such a limbo.
1: <laughs> I that was would be dying. So yeah, heart. It was <laughs> awful, but also I was. I was in shock and numb and just like what what's going to happen like am I pregnant or not am I going to start bleeding or not like what is going on so so yeah my levels were pretty high we started to get a little bit hopeful again Mm -hmm. and I went to go film those weddings and I remember just packing like literal diapers in my camera bag because I was like I don't know how much I'm going to bleed. I don't know when this could start. Yeah, I have no idea. And I remember, like, I was, like, trying to be so strong and so tough, but I was not okay. Like, the photographer that I was working one of the weddings with, I was just trying to be nice to her and just, like, relate to her and be like, oh, like, my, my feet hurt so bad. You know, we've been working for so long. It had been, like, eight hours on our feet. Yeah. And so I was, I don't know, just trying to make conversation, like, oh, I'm so sore. And she was like, Oh, just wait until you're pregnant and filming. And I was like, I literally no, I told her.
0: She literally could not have said it worse. No,
1: I said it. I said, I'm having a miscarriage right now as we speak. And she shut I'm up.
0: Sure she to
1: the <laughs> and was like Oh, <laughs> yeah. couch, was like, oh okay. Ugh. So so yeah, but I still hadn't bled really at all. Mm. And it was It was so strange to me. I was like, I just wanted it to to start, like, either way. I just wanted to know what was going to happen. So this was also really good timing, and hindsight, I'm grateful it happened the way that it did because after I had finished with those two days of working was when everything started to, like, really go down. And had this happened, like, before... I probably wouldn't have been able to like push through and do that Mm -hmm. and I feel like my body knew like I feel like I really believe in my body's intuition of just knowing like okay our work here is done now we can relax and do what we need to do Mm -hmm. so so that night Dylan was in town and he was at his parents house I went down there for a second to like Say hi to say them. Hey. Yeah. yeah. And he ended up, like, falling asleep on their couch or something. I was like, I'm just going to go to my parents, like, yeah. you know, yes. just whatever. I love my in-laws, but yeah.
0: I... You're like, I'm home. I'm going to go yeah. see my family.
1: It's fine. Exactly. So, which I am so, so grateful for because your in-laws' house is, no matter how close you are with them, it's, it's not, not the house. best place <laughs> to be, uh, you know, yeah. screaming as you have a miscarriage. Yeah. So, I go home for some reason my dad and my brother were gone it was just me and my mom there okay again a blur I have no idea where they were maybe they just got out of the house they were like stuff's gonna go down like we do not need (laughs) to be here like we're gonna go get burgers (laughs) yeah they knew so that night it it was like exactly what I needed to have my mom you know Mm -hmm. I think Dylan is equally supportive and you know it it would have been fine if I were home with just him too but there's just something about your mom and you know a woman also someone that's been through everything that has to do with this so so she let me sleep in her bed like you do when you're sick and Mm -hmm. we uh, we were just like watching a movie and and that's when the cramps started and it just felt like everything from my waist down was trying to come out like everything if you catch my drift literally <laughs> so i don't i don't know i mean i've never been in full labor before but it was definitely worse than period cramps okay. like thank you
0: for the real expectation <laughs> yeah
1: a million times worse than period cramps and i i think i get pretty I don't know.
0: average cramps. You're not, like, on the floor dead every time. Exactly. But, like, you're not exactly cramps.
1: So, it truly, it didn't feel like a a cramp. It felt like a contraction. Like, what people describe, you know, all that as. So, I I was, like, I remember just trying to, like, not, like, sound like a freaking animal. Like, moaning and crying, like, as I'm going through this. But my mom was just, like so sweet you know scratching my back and I was just like uh, on the toilet off the toilet back in bed like all night long but it was still I still wasn't bleeding. it was mm. so strange mm. so but at that point I knew like this is not the right feeling to be having if I'm pregnant like yeah. this is gonna be a miscarriage so so then the next morning it was time for me and Dylan to drive back home up to Utah and, and I felt better by then. The cramps had stopped. Mm. I still wasn't bleeding, but I was like maybe this is over, you know? Yeah. Like Yeah, you're like maybe. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You you don't know. So, we're in St. George and stopping off to get gas at the Maverick there. And I go to the bathroom and it feels like I had just pulled a tampon out. Like that exact feeling. And and I like it w- it was like a, I don't know, TMI, maybe this is gross, but it was like hanging there, and so I was like, I went to like wipe, and there in my hands was my gestational sac, and I was like amazed by it, like the only thing I felt in that moment was relief and like amazement, I was like, my body made this, it knew to get rid of it, it knew it did exactly what it needed to do, and and, yeah, I just felt, like, so much gratitude and peace. And just, like, okay, I think, you know, this is over now, probably. Mm-hmm. I took a picture of it. I was, like, I don't know, like. <laughs>
0: Honestly, kind of cool. Yeah, I was,
1: like, <laughs> this is kind of cool. And I also wanted to show my doctor later. Okay, and be, Cause, like, is yeah. this, like, yeah,
0: Because if, if you have a miscarriage, and your body doesn't get rid of everything inside. You have to go in for, like, for the procedures yeah. to make sure that your uterus is cleaned out.
1: Exactly. It can be, like,
0: really complicated. So, honestly, yeah. wise. Good thing for taking a picture. Yeah.
1: I was, like, and it had been a week since I had seen the doctor before. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, I wanted to make sure it was, like, properly, like, documented and I I could just show them. So, yeah, so yeah I take a picture of it and then just, like, flush it down the toilet. I don't know. Yeah. Nobody... Nobody tells you what you're supposed to do when you're in a gas station holding your gestational sac. Like True though. I, I had no idea. I was like, "Okay, I guess I just like, yeah, like get on with it, my life now." Yeah. yeah. But I I didn't feel like sad at that point. I yeah. felt relieved. And yeah. so then I go out to where Dylan is getting gas and I feel like that's when it hit me, like when I saw him. And I was just like kind of a mess in that moment I was like shaking crying and I was just like it was a lot just now like to process and and he I was like do you want to see like the picture like do you want to see what just happened and he was like no like I I don't want to see it and I feel like I kind of felt a little bit sad that he didn't want to be like a, a part of that with me but now looking back, I'm so grateful because he was able to be strong for me, you know. Yeah. And and I think I remember feeling like jealous of him that he could just kind of detach because I was like, this is going on in my body. I can't get away from this. Like every second of my life, I'm thinking about, thinking this, about this, going through this, like physically, mentally, hormonally, like this yeah. is all happening right here. And I feel like that's one of the things about miscarriages that is so hard. Like, your body is the battle scene. Like, that is the side of it all. So, that's really hard because you're just consumed by it. And I feel like that's when I got, like, consumed. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is really happening to me. And, you know, we drove the rest of the way up to Utah and... I had my doctor's appointment the next day and I, they need to have a separate waiting room for pregnant people and miscarriage people. I don't know how they would do that, but I, I remember feeling okay as I was like going to the hospital, you know, I was like, I'll, I'll be fine. They're just going to do an ultrasound. Tell me what I already know Mm -hmm. and then I'll get on with my day, whatever. Yeah. And while I was sitting there and with all the pregnant people, I could not hold back the tears. Yeah. I, I remember thinking, like, everybody here is probably looking at me, like, is this girl okay? And and I wasn't, of course. But, you know, it, it ended up being an interesting appointment because they did another ultrasound and they were like, okay, it's not, not everything is out. I showed them the picture. They asked me, you know, how much I had bled. I'm like, I really haven't bled at all. Mm-hmm. And... And they were like, okay, we probably want to do, like, the pills or the procedure then. And I've heard horror stories about both of those things. So I just remember being like, please, like, just give me another couple of days. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want my body to be able to do this, yeah. like, naturally and do what it needs to do. I have, like, full faith and, like, gratitude for my body. So, you know let's just see if it can pass this on its own so so they told me okay come back in a couple of days if you haven't bled or anything at all then we'll just go from there okay. and I'm really really glad that I advocated for myself I mean, and just go you yeah they Literally. didn't they weren't like fighting me on it you know no,
0: but I'm sure they don't get that very often truthfully like yeah most women are probably like okay like that's what you recommend yeah you know
1: what I mean I I don't know where that like wave of bravery came from. I don't know. (laughs) But (laughs) but I was just like, yeah, I'm like, no, I really believe I can do this. It'll be fine. And and at that point, I I started to feel really, really sad about what had happened in the gas station. I was like, why did I do that? Like, why was I okay in that moment? And just like did I flush my baby down the toilet? Like, I know that is that sounds so yeah. terrible, like, morbid to say, but I think a lot of people might think that, you yeah. know? Just, like, yeah. you're in shock in the moment, and and I just remember that was weighing on me so heavily. Like, like I shouldn't have done that. I should have, you know, kept it, memorialized it, like, something like yeah. that. And and this ended up being another just like tender mercy like really sweet thing is the next morning again no blood still which is i think not normal like
0: kind of unique i mean I i'll know. be honest of it, people i've talked to like
1: kind of unique lots, yeah i <laughs> that's what i expected was like a river of yeah, blood yeah but it was really not like that it was always just kind of like a spotting you know, mm-hmm. just a little bit. Yeah. So so the next morning I woke up and I feel like it was like the baby that ended up coming out that night. And I have no way to actually know that, you know. Yeah. All I know is that it, it was not a clot. It wasn't the sack. It looked, it was like flesh colored. It was kind of the size that I had thought it would be at that point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I will – I'll just never forget, you know, like, uh, sitting in the bathroom, holding that, and, again, it kind of felt like relief, mm-hmm. gratitude, you know, not really sadness yet, which I really feel so grateful that those were my, like, instinctual it, reactions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so, so I just, like, uh, you know – sat with it for a second and just you know gave gratitude to my myself my body and and I went and woke Dylan up and was like again it's always it's always with Dylan that it like hits me mm-hmm. I feel like maybe it's because you know I realized that this is our trial together yeah. not just me you know totally. and and I start mm-hmm. to think of what he could be feeling right now too so so I go out there and and I was, like, I think I think I just passed, like, the actual baby. I think I'm, like, holding it in this tissue. Like, we should go outside and bury it. And I am really grateful that that's how it all went down. And I had that opportunity to, like, kind of not redeem myself, but I thought that opportunity was lost. Yeah. And so we went outside. We buried it outside of our bedroom window. and And it felt heavy but light at the same time you know Mm -hmm. it felt like relief that this was over and I mean hopefully over I still didn't know at that point but it felt like uh, relief and sadness which I think is okay you're allowed to feel two things Mm -hmm. at the same time always especially with something like this you know so so yeah we we buried it And, and I remember feeling throughout the whole process, you know, everyone has a different take spiritually on, on what's going on with the miscarriage, I think. Mm -hmm. And, and I remember kind of being on the fence, you know, just like, I, maybe this was a little spirit that came down to us and maybe this is a body, you know, Mm -hmm. enough for it to have like lived its time on earth and now be on the other side. And then part of me was also kind of like, maybe it's like just a little spirit that wasn't ready to come down to us yet. You know, maybe maybe it'll come in this life yeah. at a different time. But after that day and, and seeing what I saw, I really feel like it got its little body. And it, you know, it did what it needed to do on the earth. And, and I feel like that was just a really sweet thing that I got to experience Mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful that you know I I had that mindset and and had those like emotions and promptings whatever you want to call them come to me Mm -hmm. because it really gave me so much peace through through all of this so so yeah how it ends is just kind of I went to the doctor again and and i told them i was like i did it like i yeah. i was right i didn't need the pills yeah and they uh, they did an ultrasound and i had to take a pregnancy test there too because i guess that's how they tell if you're actually done if there's no mm-hmm. hcg left in your system mm-hmm. and my pregnancy test came back negative and they told me yeah you look all clear and i felt light as a feather like i was so happy that it was over Mm -hmm. at least physically it was over for me I felt like I could move on after you know going through all that there was nothing more that was to come so so yeah this began like the stages of grief for me I think going through it I was just in shock Mm -hmm. and confused and and all the emotions. Like your whole
0: body is going through something that, like, you've never been through yeah. before. You don't know what to expect. Like, you don't know how you're going to respond. Yeah. You're literally just, like, a waiting game to try to yeah. figure it all out. Exactly. And now you're, like, at the end point and it's like, whoa, what just happened? Yeah.
1: Like, so, so this began, like, the stage of processing everything. Mm. And for, for a while after, I was not okay. I felt like it was honestly like I was just living my life through someone else's eyes or just, you know, out of body. And, and I was just trying to do the best that I could to go through the motions and, and try to like grieve properly. I went to therapy. I, you know, tried to connect with Dylan and just like, be ourselves again Mm -hmm. and, you know, be with friends. But I think that everybody could tell for a while that I was not myself, that something was like seriously off. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, there were, there were days I would just be doing, doing nothing. You know, I didn't think I like looked sad or anything like that, but people would come up to me and be like, are you okay? And I was like, do I, is that like, like, yeah. I'm I'm like, is that my like aura right now? Just like Mm -hmm. the sadness, but, um, but yeah, it, it was, it was crazy to go through all that. I'm just grateful that again, I had my friends, Dylan, my family, you know, my therapist and, and all that to help me through it. Um, we did EMDR therapy? Oh cool. Which I don't know if you're familiar with that. I, I had
0: someone on a couple Yeah. episodes as as like a couple months ago truthfully who explained a little bit of it to me. I I've never done it myself. I don't much, yeah. I don't know a ton about it, but um that's really cool.
1: Yeah. It did basically, you think it was effective for you? I I really do. I mean, okay. I can't compare to if I hadn't done it, yeah, obviously. That's fair. But basically, if you, if you don't know what that is, they are trying to connect the left and right side of your brain by uh, um, either rapid eye movement, which would involve you like looking back and forth, Mm -hmm. or um, they called them like tappers, which just like buzzed in your left and right hand. Mm -hmm. And it, I don't know, I guess it just got your right and left brain connected. I don't. I don't know all the science behind it, but but basically in that treatment, I would kind of relive everything mm-hmm. that happened and and just tell everything that happened to my therapist, which she was able to, like, guide me through. And basically you're able to kind of rewire mm-hmm. your brain to have processed everything correctly, mm-hmm. which I think was necessary because, I don't know, obviously, like I said, I was in shock yeah during all of this so so I was really grateful for that and yeah when I went back to to edit those weddings that I had filmed it was awful I Mm. was like it just brought back all those memories so I don't know that that was a terrible thing to get through but you know I I did and and time has gone on and I feel like I've had a lot more time to process everything and just realize that I am grateful for my life, how it is now. And if it had gone the other way, if I had had that baby, it would be completely different. Maybe for the better, maybe for the worse, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously I do want to be a mom and any baby I would be so, so grateful to have. But I think that that's just been mainly what has helped me cope through everything is just thinking, you know, I love my husband, my family, my friends, my job. Everything about this season of life right now feels right. And yeah. and I know if it had gone the other way, you know, I could just be, you know, dealing with postpartum or, you know, absolutely. the struggles that come as with being a new mom. You know, it's hard either way. It's hard to yeah. go through a miscarriage. It's hard to have a baby yeah, and, to have a massive and life be a mom. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So... So, yeah, I think that that's the main thing that has helped me just trying to keep that mindset.
0: And, like, I think it's so beautiful to hear you, like, share that you've been able to find peace and find joy and hope and, you know, a love of life post your loss. Yeah. Because I feel like that can be something that I imagine many people struggle to find Mm -hmm. because this experience that you went through having a miscarriage – it doesn't go away and the timeline of you see someone else that's pregnant and it's like oh my baby would be three months old Mm -hmm. oh my baby would be a year old like you know what I mean like yeah for the rest of your life theoretically like there's a timeline that you could have had exactly and so I think it's one of these issues that many people struggle with because they just rehash it over and over and over because there's always a piece of their life where it'll intersect with like the what if.
1: Yeah. You know? Exactly. I definitely felt that. And and I mean and I still do. I have lots yeah. of friends, you know, that Which I think is valid. And like yes. it's important
0: to say, like, it's okay if you're still like, oh my gosh, like I'm sad that my baby would be two months old today. Yeah you know what I mean like that's fine. Yeah. That's good. That means you're processing still, you know.
1: Absolutely. It it is a journey and I remember that while I was going through the miscarriage, I ended up deleting Instagram Mm. because it was the worst feeling. Honestly, even worse than, like, the actual miscarriage itself sometimes. Seeing people's ultrasound pictures was so gut-wrenching for me. And their, like, baby announcements just broke my heart. And and I think it was – that was really hard for me – to experience too because I don't think I I'm not a jealous person you know I I really have never felt that emotion before like true green with envy my life should be yours jealousy Uh you know Uh or your life should be mine And, and that was really hard for me because I felt so guilty, you know, like these were my close friends that were having babies that I was so happy for. Mm -hmm. And some of them that had struggled with, you know, fertility and had wanted these babies for years. Mm -hmm. And it was so hard for me to feel like insincerely happy for them. You know, it was so hard for me to like text them and be like, I'm so happy for you, but not actually really be feeling that yeah which I mean if you're if you're in that space right now no matter what that looks like I think it's valid you know
0: yeah
1: and and that has that's definitely passed you know yeah I I've gone to see the babies that are now born and in this world Mm -hmm. that kind of would have lined up with my timeline and and I don't feel that way anymore It feels like just a little, just a little tug of my heart, you know, like, oh, this would have been me right now, but, but it doesn't feel bad and bitter. It almost feels, it just feels weird, you know, like, oh, that would have been another life, but, but instead, you know, I'm serving my purpose now and, and doing what I need to now, and, and I'll have that someday, that blessing of a baby, so I think that's really been what's helped me through all of that. I love that. I love that so much.
0: And you definitely don't have to answer this. Mm -hmm. But after a loss, I feel like a lot of people kind of tiptoe around the idea of trying again. Mm -hmm. And, like, when they're going to try. And, obviously, I think everyone's timetable is individual to them. And there is no right or wrong. But have you and Dylan, like, revisited that conversation Or do you like foresee a timeline that you go, like you're going to?
1: Yeah, I, I think right after it happened, I immediately just wanted to fill that void in my heart. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I just thought the only way that this is going to get better is if I get pregnant again and can just like put that behind me. But I Mm -hmm. feel like, you know, life doesn't really cancel out loss, and comparing that is apples and oranges. You know, mm-hmm. a new baby doesn't make what happened okay. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I just really, really hoped that it would and wished that it would. And so for a while, I was consumed by it, you know, mm. tracking my ovulation, trying so actively, like, we need to get pregnant right away mm-hmm. again. And I really thought, since I had gotten pregnant so fast the first time, I was like, this will, you know, not be a trial for long. Like, yeah. we'll... Like, we can
0: pick a day, yeah, this will happen.
1: Exactly. I'm like, let's just pick up where we left off. But but it, you know, obviously has still taken some time. Mm. And and I feel okay with that. I Right now, kind of where both of us are at is just whenever... God decides to bless us with that and thinks that we're ready and I know that that'll be the right time, you know? So mm-hmm. until then, I'm I'm open to anything. We're not really like preventing, but yeah. but I'm just trying to not let it consume me because I remember when it was, that was such a dark place for me to be in. Yeah. and And so, yeah, again, just trying to focus on my life now, what I do have, what I am blessed with. And one of my friends told me, you know, when you become a mother, like you're a mother to that baby, it, it consumes all of your energy, all of your time, you know, it yes. is, it, it is, is
0: your live, yeah. breathe all everything.
1: Yeah. yeah. As it should be. I mean, yeah. that's your child. And she told me it was the sweetest thing. She was like, you're just not done mothering me yet. And your friends yeah. and, and Dylan and, you know, other people around you, you know, other people need your energy and your talents. And and your time, yes, and you, yeah, yeah. So that that really helped me and was meaningful to me because, wow, of all the things to get emotional about during this, <laughs> it, it was that. <laughs> but but yeah, I just feel, I just feel like my purpose, I guess, isn't isn't to be a mom yet, and and whenever that comes, I will welcome it and and know that that's my time, but, yeah, until then, we, uh, we just are waiting, and, and showing gratitude to this baby that I think really served its purpose on earth, too, you know, which was to, to open my heart, to show me the joys of being pregnant, being a mom, even if it was just for a tiny like blip of time much shorter than I wish it would have been but but I'm so grateful that you know this little baby just paved the way in my heart for its siblings and and really served its purpose and I will you know live my life forever just trying to make it proud I don't know maybe whatever you believe at least for me that is what brings me the most peace just being able to feel this little spirit around me and that's something that I really can't deny you know Mm -hmm. that I feel their presence sometimes and and them just looking out for me I have another friend that went through a miscarriage around the same time and it's really sweet now we like we kind of joke when we're together we're like our babies are so happy that we're together right now Mm -hmm. like they're just looking down on us and are just like, look at our moms. They're so fun. Yes. They're, yes. they're so cool. <laughs> but but yeah, I think overall that's the biggest thing for me that has gotten me through this. Miscarriage
0: is a topic that sometimes seems to be too hush-hush, taboo to bring it up, you know. You don't want to talk about it. But Madison is proof that involving your circle of people takes just a little bit off your plate. For her, finding the moments to laugh, to talk with her people, and to notice the love in her life has made it easier to move forward with hope for the future. She shared a quote with me that she felt totally resonated exactly how she views her experience. It says, Sometimes a rainbow is a child, and sometimes it's the renewal of vows, a career milestone, a new sense of self, the ability to self-love. Immense gratitude and love can often and easily live alongside complicated feelings of grief and anxiety. I think that is so beautiful and so poignant to recognize that you can feel a million different emotions about your experience and they are all valid. And however you choose to move forward and cope with that is something that you'll have to discover and figure out for yourself, but there is a way. And there is sunshine on the other side of the road, I know that in the deep depths of loss and miscarriage it can feel hopeless but Maddie is just an example to us all that there can be hope and there can be light and there can be faith in the future even after loss. I hope you enjoyed her story as much as I did. If you're not already follow me along on Instagram at undereducated.pod and catch us here next week for another episode.